What's up, guys? This is me, your host, Sean, back with the seventh episode of the Dinner Convo. And today we have a very exciting oh guest. God, right, guys? Come on. Come on. Where's the energy? This is my first time. I mean, look at I have I have the energy inside me, but you can't see it. No, but you gotta show it, man. You gotta show it. You gotta make our guests feel good. I mean, this, this is my first time, so I mean, it, it's it's just yeah. gonna go like yeah, okay, okay. Come on, go ahead, no it's problem. Good. Okay, so um, as I said, this is we have a really exciting exciting guest today, right, guys? Yeah, definitely sure. Um, I mean, so, we've had a we've fought a lot to get him, and because it's really worth it. Yeah. So, um, Sean, would you like to do the honors to introduce again, or should we take over? I mean, I just did the intro, and I had a lot of pressure doing the intro. Okay. So you guys can take. <laughs> over. We understand. Sean's a sensitive guy, but no problem. We love you, boys. And um, so today's guest is he. Uh, He's an Instagram influencer with over 67,000 followers, and his YouTube channel, unfortunately, doesn't have that many subscribers, which surprised me or for an influencer with that many subscribers. And plus, the content, content is really good. We'll talk more, more about it during the rest of the podcast. Uh, he's based in New York. He, he has, he, will, he's, he makes fantastic travel vlogs and documentaries, and he's a videographer of, of, of awesome characteristics. So without any further ado... Let's get Gabriel Vicente. Gabe, we have you, man. What's going on, guys? Hey, we're good. How are you? How are you, man? How are you? I'm doing great. How are you all doing? Uh, we're doing great. Yeah, we're, we're, good. we're fine. All right. Well, thank you, Gabriel, for joining us. I know it's uh, really early in the morning for you guys, but you know you did no that worries. to sleep for for attending this small podcast and yeah once again uh, this is a free conversation we, you can ask us questions we can ask you we'll be asking you as well no problem so uh without first uh gabriel you do travel around the world a lot so this pandemic has undoubtedly uh, brought a huge change in your life everyday life how you go along uh, so why don't you talk a little bit about that you know how to change your schedule and stuff like that for sure yeah um I mean, my normal like schedule, so to speak, is includes a lot of traveling. I travel with other people, make videos, help them make their videos, and um, and obviously because of the current situation, like we can't do any of that. So um, especially at the beginning, like it was a little weird. Like, what do you mean we can't travel? Like this doesn't make any sense. Um, we were on a trip like at the beginning of the year. Kind of had to cut it short to come back to New York because everything was getting closed, borders were shutting. Um, and so that was like a little scary. But um, once like we got used to it, we figured out our flow and then we were able to start creating like from our own spaces, from New York, from our own apartment, um, different things like that. And like at the beginning, it was a little scary because we're like, whoa, this is so different. Um, of course it's nerve wracking, like, didn't know how I was going to make money during that time because people weren't really hiring. Um, so that was like a scary thing. And then eventually like it started to slowly work itself out. Um, so in a weird way, I'm almost like grateful for how things played out because I've had some like amazing big opportunities that have happened um, from everyone like everyone being in a pandemic, I guess, like it, it's obviously 
not the circumstances we all wanted. Um, but because of it, I like had to learn to hustle in a different way. And that has afforded me new opportunities that I don't think I would have had if I was just traveling um, the entire year, like, like it was planned to be doing. Well, I mean, yes, uh, that's interesting. Yep, exactly. We've had quite a lot of travel vloggers on the show. We've had Mark and David Hoffman, and they too were talking about this, you know, like this how this has changed their lives significantly. Yeah. Talking about which, you know, uh, well, you live in New York, which is uh, a huge, huge dream for a lot of people to live in New York. So, and uh, but New York is expensive. So, what are your tips on, you know, living in New York on a budget or like a student living in New York? Uh, what are your tips on how to live uh, like an ideal life without spending too much money? For sure, for sure. I'm, I feel like I can almost speak to this better than a lot of people can speak to it um, because I budget so hard. <laughs> like, I, dude, I am on the struggle bus. I, like, I am trying to figure it out myself. You know, I probably like a year before I moved to New York, I was couch surfing. I stayed on my friends' couches, on their floors, like anywhere that I could anywhere that I could say. I have this really great friend. His name's Adrian. He, um, he's also uh, like a videographer, creative director in the city. And he's let me sleep on his floor more times than I can count. And like, we were on very similar budgets. Like we were eating dollar pizza. We were eating like the cheapest dumplings, like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I mean, I'm talking like spending like $3, $5 a day on food. Like it was struggle city at the beginning. <laughs> um, but it was like the sacrifice that I was willing to make to like try to get here because I knew that once I moved to the city, like once I had opportunities in the city that that would pay off uh, tenfold. So, so that's what I did. Like anything that I could do to just be here. Um, and if that meant like eating cheap, then that's what I had to do. So, um, I mean, I would like, skateboard places um i would figure out how to get transportation for cheaper so um like a city bike membership which is like the bicycles uh that you can rent here um a membership for a year is 160 dollars, i think and the subway for one month is 132 dollars. so i just started biking everywhere because it was way cheaper um like all my gear on my back just like bicycling everywhere you know, like, um, any way that I could save a penny, like I totally would. And it just mattered so much because the city is so expensive. Um, and like, that's hard, you know, on the flip side of it, because the city is expensive, people also pay a lot more. So rates go up. As soon as I moved here in October, my rates went way up and I, I'm still like, figuring out what the appropriate rate is for the city, just because you are, you can just charge way more for, for the same work, but it's just the environment, you know? And, and at the end of the day, I realized people are, yes, they're paying for my work, but they're also paying for me. Like people want to work with Gabe Santi. And I'm not saying that like with a big head, <laughs> I'm saying that it's, it's like, they like my personality. They like who I am. They like working with me. And that's why they come back. Um, yeah, 
I'm straying a little far from the question now. No, but, no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, this is what the conversation. That's totally fine. It's fine. It's totally fine. Yeah. 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 And the, yeah I mean, love you, to hear more. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, New York is undoubtedly very expensive, especially the rent. You know, like the smaller studio apartments, they go for like thousand, thousand, six hundred dollars, and which is uh, way yeah. more. Yeah. Way more. <laughs> oh, oh wow. yeah. Yesterday I was watching this bus <laughs> video. You know, they showed this uh, studio apartment, which is like. A uh, 500 square feet, and it's a thousand six hundred dollars. I was like, "Oh my god!" I mean, uh, I wish it was that cheap. <laughs> what? <laughs> you wouldn't, wow. but you know, like uh, the house that uh, let's say Fardin is in, uh, one of the other uh, Fardin's houses, around two thousand square feet. All right, and uh, the rent for that house is around oh, it's is what well, it's like four hundred dollars here in Bangladesh. It's four hundred dollars. It's that cheap. So. Yeah, if yeah. you if you want to visit, visit Bangladesh, it would be very uh, rent wouldn't be an issue for you. You know, speaking of rent, um, you did go to Bali. Bali is a huge difference in terms of price from New York. It's just yeah. the other side of the world. So, uh, talk about the prices in Bali, your expenditure there, and how you could you know make the most of Bali. In the sure. Middle. Yeah. So the first time I went to Bali, um, I went like back to back. Like I went for a month. And then I went to another country for two months and then I came back to Bali. Um, and I only came back. Be- um, uh, Gabe, uh, we, we can't hear you. Can you? Uh, your audio is going to. Oh, cut out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we can hear you now. You okay. This, oh, uh, you can hear me it's now. fine. It's fine yeah, now. You can start from the part yeah. when you're like, you know, talk about where you were gotcha. supposed to go to Bali. Yeah. And then you went. Got you guys. Sorry. No problem. Um, yeah, so the That's first fine. time I went to Bali, I went for a month, and then I went to another country for two months, and then I was like, oh, I really like want to go back to Bali because it was so great. And so I just like went back, and I it wasn't like my intentions at all, um, but it was so cheap, and I just like the first month, I like was I was on a budget, but like not, I didn't like know how cheap or how. I didn't know the amount of money that I could spend that would be like the, the less amount. So um, my second month when I was there, I really like <laughs> spent so little money. I think I stayed, well, I stayed for a month. So like 28 or 30 days, the place I stayed at cost $300 for the month. It was amazing. I had my own room, my own bathroom. Um, and then there was like a shared pool and a shared like cooking space. Uh-huh. Um, but like, I didn't even cook because the food is so cheap. So like, I, I didn't really care about that. You know, I got a scooter for $60 for the month. Whoa. So that's like my housing and transportation covered for $360. Um, wow. Food, I honestly don't remember how much I spent on food, but like spending like under $10 a day um on food and transportation so like it was just it just became so cheap and so it's like it is really just a great place to go um and i I think it's like it's a creator hub there's other creators there who are doing the same thing they're also trying to figure it out um and it's if you're like in asia it's a good option because it is cheap i mean a lot of southeast asia is is cheaper compared to to New York, obviously. Um, obvi- to get to get there is the most expensive part. You know, if if you can find a good flight there, 
you're golden. Like the first time, my first flight to Bali, one way cost me two hundred and eighty dollars. I found like the best deal. It was the best deal I've ever wow. found. And like I got there, and then like I don't know, I, I spent like fifteen hundred dollars maybe, like including flights and staying for a month. Like that's my my basically my rent in New York City, you know, and like. I got there, stayed, experienced, came back for that amount. <laughs> it's quite funny. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, that, that's uh, thanks for sharing this talking information. I mean, I don't know we'll, yeah. we'll ever be traveling, but if we do, that's gonna that's going to come in handy. Thank you for that. Have you guys ever been to Bali? Ah, uh, no. Uh, not yet. No. no, not yet. We would love to go there. Amazing. Exactly. When you get there, you'll love it. <laughs> yeah, my, my yeah, father probably going to Bali specifically because it's very cheap. You know, like how you can get four star, five star hotels for, uh, for like at a very cheap rate. You know, so yeah. Yeah, uh, but don't stay in a hotel. Don't stay in a hotel. You have to stay in like a homestay or a or a villa. <laughs> like, get a real experience. You know, like true, a hotel. You can get you can get a hotel anywhere. Um, true. But like, uh, yeah, you, no, you want an experience. Right, thank you. And that's yeah, yeah a lot of people do overlook that but yes thank you and uh, don't stay don't stay in kuta <laughs> oh it's, it's <laughs> okay it's just it's just the city like you don't want to be in the city you're in bali it's supposed to be like tropical like you want to go stay in ubud or stay my favorite is changu um like go to those places get a villa get a a homestay like i say i stay in homestays they're so cheap um that, that's what i would recommend yeah, well, thank you for that. And yeah, we, um, uh, speaking of you know YouTube and traveling, uh, how did you start all of this? You know, like what what inspired you? How did you get into this particular field? Yeah, so I, I started making videos when I was thirteen, um, and I was making like gaming gaming videos, <laughs> and um, that's how I started making videos. I, I learned how to edit. I learned how to like record, not necessarily with a camera, but um, you know, learn the process. And then over time, I kind of grew out of that and then got my first camera. And I was like, whoa, this is so cool. It's like making gaming videos, but not with the same, I call it a different tool. So I'm doing the same thing, but a camera is just a different tool than like a gaming console. And uh, so it, I just like started making videos because I was like watching Casey Neistat's and I was like, oh, I can do this too. Like, <laughs> you know, just, just inspired from watching someone else. And and my first thought was, oh, if they can do it, I can do it too. I've always had that mentality, I think. And so I just started making like what I would consider bad vlogs. Um, they're like not on my channel anymore, but you know, they were part of the process. You have to like go through making your first pieces of content before anything gets good, before any improvement is made. And so that's, that's what I did. I mean, for probably like two years, I was making videos that are just like, oh, okay, don't think they're good, but part of the process and, and you have to like love that. And, and then the way I got into the travel space was, um, I, well, I wanted to travel. So I basically saved up enough money. Uh, it was around $4,000. Um, and I went to Bali and I went to Australia and that trip was a total of four months. So I was able to make four thousand dollars last four months that's including all my flights all my food all my accommodation um i did do a job in australia like under the table 
for like $500. So I had like $4,500 basically the entire trip to make it last. Um, and that trip was so important because I knew I wanted to work in the travel space, but I didn't have any content or like portfolio to, to prove that I could. And so this trip was that portfolio building. It was so important to actually do it. So then I can bring the work back and be like, Hey, I can do this. And so that's exactly what I did. I spent those four months like making, um, content and and content that i was really proud of at the time and and the best content that i could produce right <clears throat> came back home uh i still wasn't living in new york yet so um i was just like trying to get my foot in the door i got my foot in the door with a filmmaker named dan mace um he got traveled around the world with him making his videos and um and then i travel with brett conti um Brett's like one of my best friends. I know you guys also know him. And um, he's like literally in the next room over. <laughs> oh, but Colin, um, wow. Whoa. Uh, yeah, we really? Awesome, awesome. <laughs> we, we reached out to Brett on T about the podcast as well. And uh, he was like, cool. yes, now let's do it. But unfortunately, cool. day ahead. So yeah, if we knew he'd live next room, we could have just, you know, like, told him to like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> no yeah, we live in the same apartment. Um, so, so then like two years ago, Brent and I met and just like hit it off instantly, did a few videos together. And then, um, he's like, dude, like, let's go on this trip. And I started helping him make his videos. And that's kind of like how I got into the travel space. Just like, I knew I had to build a portfolio. I saved up money to build it. And then once I had it, I just like pitched it and just like showed people and then just networked and like the networking is so, so important. Like <clears throat> that there's like a saying like you, you're worth what your network is or something like that. Um, and it's so true because every opportunity that I've ever had is, is someone that I was either friends with or there was like a mutual friend, which was the case of me and Brett, like a mutual friend introduced us. And then we just hit it off and then the rest was history <clears throat> wow that's fantastic and yeah uh, we do watch um gabriel uh besides traveling i see you doing uh some documentaries uh, i saw recently the one on the cost of learning so yeah how do you make those videos like what makes you think of doing it or like of course yeah <laughs> so the the cost of learning documentary was my first my first attempt at any type of documentary filmmaking it kind of like <clears throat> i feel like i've had a little bit of experience with like guerrilla filmmaking which is like on the go you're just documenting everything um but then the cost of learning was the first time i ever had like a concept for a documentary type video and then i knew i wanted to execute on it the inspiration behind it was i was going through this period where I was doing exactly what I wanted to do. I was traveling, I was making films, but I was so unhappy. I was anxious all the time. And it's just like, I wasn't myself. And I was like, I don't know how exactly the name came to me, but I was, I just thought like the cost of me doing what I'm doing is like my sanity and like, I'm not happy. And so that was my cost of learning. Like it was my learning period, but I wasn't happy. And so that's how I came up with the name. And I like 
recognized that way before I like knew I was going to make a film about it. Um, I was just like, Oh, like this sucks. Like this is my cost, whatever. Um, and then eventually I kind of recognized that a lot of people had the same thing. Like everyone had some type of significant cost that they were giving up or had uh, in order to achieve what they wanted. And, and I was just like, this would be a cool ass film. is basically um and so it honestly happened too perfectly so i got invited to speak at a conference in february and the topic of my my talk was going to be exactly that like the cost of learning and i was like how cool would it be to also do a film like premiere a film in front of 500 people (laughs) and So I just basically pitched the festival and I was like, Hey, instead of doing a 30 minute talk, can I do a 15 minute talk? And then also premiere like a roughly 15 minute film. And they were like, that would be incredible. And so then it was two months away, three months away. And it was like, go time. It was like, okay, now I have to do this because I have to premiere it. Like once they, once they start marketing it, it means like there's no backing out like I have to and that's kind of like the story of my life like I always like to put something under me to to motivate myself a little bit more like because if it I don't know that if that's not there it's easy to just be like ah I'll do it later you know um and so the way I started filming it was I was just kind of like writing um like I write a lot I journal a lot and so I was trying to come up with the context of, of how it goes. And ultimately, I realized that a lot of that film happened so last minute. Like, I realized that I needed these little things and I had to piece them together. Like, so last minute, like the film was due. And I'm like, the night before, I'm just like, ah, like trying to figure it out. <laughs> you know? um, but um, it's kind of like, that experience was for me was so important because I realized like I had to do the interviews to figure out like what would come next. Like documentaries, I feel like happen in pieces. You have to like go back and see how those pieces fell together and then continue from that point. Like I don't, I couldn't imagine like going out filming and then not being able to film again and then piecing a video together like that, or at least a documentary, like long form piece, like, that seems crazy, but it is possible, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of learning. Definitely. It's a lot of learning. And, uh, I really like so the, of the, the very interesting name, you know. And uh, as for our viewers, please do check out uh, Gabe DeSantis. Yeah. Documentary. We'll live it's in. an amazing video. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. I'm super proud I of that. Definitely it is. <laughs> yeah. Pardon you want to say something. Yeah, I'm sorry. I cut you up there. No, no. I, I was about to say that. Check it out. Everyone, it's yeah. worth, worth We have a great chemistry. We, I know what he's gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah. Uh, this, uh, so, you know, we we often touch have like serious, fun conversations, with, I guess. And but you know, there's always the need to get some weight on the shoulders. So, uh, from our fourth episode, it's our seventh. So, from our fourth episode, we came up with this idea to initiate this, this particular segment in our uh, podcast. We call this. I actually we didn't call it when I mean in the in the fifth episode uh, one of the guests our guest was 
you know, he was, his name is, uh, you know, Jamie Lawthorne. He was, he's from the UK. He has this YouTube channel called The Second Zay Show, along with yep. another person. He's, his channel is quite popular, and uh, we had the honor of asking him to give him, to give the name for this particular segment. So we call it the Wyatt, uh, after con- accepting what he called it, what he wanted to call it. Um, we call it, they agreed on it, on that particular name, and now the name of this segment is called the Y weight segment. So, what will happen okay. is, you know, uh, we'll be asking you a series of questions, you know, rapid mm-hmm. fire, like a rap, rap, like rapid fire rounds. You know how uh, most there will mostly be one word questions, or at best, take cool. seconds. Yeah. yeah, and you'll have one minute and 30 seconds to answer, or 90 seconds to answer all the, all the questions. Right. Um, and we'll just see how many you can answer within. Uh, one or one uh, ninety seconds, and uh, let's do it. Yeah, and uh, in the end, we'll be competing with uh, the other guests who appeared. Oh, it's a competition, hey? Yeah. How many questions? What's the top? Uh, well, yeah, I'm getting to it actually. Um, oh, the okay. highest score achieved was by was during our first episode. Actually, it was by this uh, French beatboxer and artist. He's awesome, by the way. Uh, his name is Brez. He had he had 17 points. Uh, the second place went to Jamie himself, the one who named this segment. 17. Had, oh boy. Okay, uh, let's go. He had 11, and the third place <laughs> 11. went to Charles. Nine. Charles of French. His his Thai YouTuber. We interviewed actually uh, earlier today. Uh, we had a podcast. Uh, today. It's a cool. Uh, he had nine. So mm-hmm. if you can beat nine, you'll get the third spot. More than 11, you get second, and then let's go. Uh, um, as long as I get more than Brett Conti. I'll <laughs> <laughs> have to lie to him and tell him that I got like 30. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, problem, yeah. no problem, no problem. Okay, so I'll uh, just get the timer ready and uh, th- no pressure. Uh, I, and I'm sorry, the pressure's on me. So I mess up a lot. I mess up a lot of questions. And so are you ready, Gabe? Gabe I'm ready. ready. All right. So in three, two, one. Wow. Go. Would, you, would you rather travel to Bali or Los Angeles? Bali. What's one thing about Bali that you that always keeps you going back? That would always keep you going back. The food. Oh, what's your favorite food? Uh, uh, uh spicy chicken. Uh, do you like dollar pizzas from uh, in New, York, New York? Love dollar pizza. Yeah. Is Times Square an underrated, overrated tourist attraction? Overrated. What's one thing about USA that you love the most, or New York that you love the most? The people. Uh, are you, would you say you're an extrovert or an introvert? Extrovert. What, do you love communicating with people, or you know, staying in one corner of the room and not talking to anyone? Yeah, I love commu- I love talking to people. Uh, what's one thing about filmmaking that you love the most? Uh, the storytelling. Uh, and how you make people feel. How you make people feel. Uh, YouTube or Instagram? YouTube. What's your Who's your favorite YouTuber? Brett Conti. <laughs> if you had the opportunity to collaborate <laughs> with Mr. Beast, would you do it? Yes. Uh, what's one thing about YouTube that you hate the most? Um, the reach. The organic reach. If you weren't a filmmaker, what you're really doing now, what would you rather do? Um, I like cooking. Probably a chef. All right. That ends it. Oh, you. you 14 questions, right? 14 questions. 14 questions. That's insane. 
How, how many? I didn't count. I was actually, I was too into the question answer session. How many did you get? He's second okay. in the leaderboard. Oh, wow. 15 questions. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm impressed. And you got 17 questions. Wait, who was second place? Yeah, you got no, second You got second. You're now second. second. Awesome. I'm, uh, I thought I was tied for second. Uh, no, no, you're second. You got 14. Uh, but you you went for very close. I mean, if it weren't pretty great, you would have done better. I'm sorry, I tried to <laughs> over the tie, and yeah, um, <laughs> awesome. Mean, uh, and the way you answered the questions that was full, that was full of energy, you loved it, man. Uh, Exciting, Gabriel. You answered 15, uh, 14 or 15 questions, but 14, uh, yeah, excellent job right there. And yeah, um, so speaking of which, Adil had something to say. He was tired um, and he was desperate to ask. So why don't you go ahead? I didn't even get a chance to talk to him, man. Yes. <laughs> the floor is yours. The floor is yours. Thank you. So Gabriel, which, what countries have you traveled to? You have done a lot of traveling. You want me to name all of them? At least some. Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. Right, let's go favorite one, your favorite ones, at least. Maybe let's all. go through all of them. Yeah, yeah, let's go through all of them. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> all right. In North America, I've only been to the United States. That's where I live. South America, I've been to Brazil. Uh, and yeah, that's it. Uh, I've also been to the Bahamas. Is that North America? <laughs> okay, anyways, <laughs> let's get out of there. Um, Europe, I've been to <laughs> Italy, uh, Germany, Australia. The Netherlands, Finland, France, Spain, England, Ireland, and Northern Ireland. You've pretty much been to everywhere in Europe. Oh, wow. A lot <laughs> yeah. in Europe. Um, in, I've been to Australia. And then in Asia, I've been to Bali, the Philippines, Singapore, Japan, um, India, uh, <laughs> what am I missing? There, oh, th oh yeah, Thailand, uh, Vietnam, Cambodia. I think that's it from Asia. I, I was almost in China. I was like, I could see China from the border of Vietnam, but I didn't go. Um, <laughs> um, and then in Africa, I've been to Morocco and South Africa. All right. Wow. Oh, so I've, I've been on every continent. I've been on every continent except for Antarctica. Yeah. So that's next. <laughs> it's about time to go there. Okay. That's um, amazing. Make great now, food. let me ask something because I've been waiting to ask this. I've actually, I've been Let's dying go. to ask this because... Um, I actually asked the same question to the to the to the guest in the last episode. So, um, so um, if you were in my place, what would you ask yourself? Wow! Wow! That's a good question. He doesn't talk and then comes up with weird bango ideas, and that's that's what. Wow. <laughs> What would I ask myself? Um, whoa. 
Hold on, I need to think on this one. Yeah, sure, uh, definitely. Go ahead. No problem. I'm gonna ask this to every single guest from now. Yeah, this might, yeah, be, no, this might end up becoming our trademark. You never know. That's what we'll slogan will be. You know, we'll have I know. Mark merch with this particular quote on it. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, What did you do? You made him head scratch his head. Come on. <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to think of something actionable. Or like, I don't exactly know. Um, I think we should email our kids, uh, next kids that please prepare for this question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Nah, I don't know. I don't know. You've scarred, scarred him for life. It's probably, and yeah, I know, Gabe, wherever you go, you'll be like, oh my God, what should I answer? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I think if I was in your position, the thing I would ask me is, like, what is, if you could give me, like, one thing that would, like, like, what is, what is something that I could do that would help me get to where I want to be. Um, Great question. I think I think that that would be the question that I would ask. Do you want the answer to that question too? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> uh, um, I think you you guys do this very well already um, because you aren't afraid to reach out to people, and I think that that is a massive. Um, that's a massive step. Like you, you're, you are very actionable and you, you like weren't afraid to reach out multiple times and that persistence is key sometimes. Yeah. Um, and I'm really and sorry to keep on spamming on the email. No, no, no. It's totally <laughs> cool. Like it's totally fine. And um, so that's, I think that's something like, just don't be afraid to like reach out for what you want because like if you're just sitting there and doing nothing, like it's not going to do it itself. Um, and then second to that is just say yes to opportunities. Like if there's an opportunity that you think is going to like propel, propel you forward, even if there isn't like a financial gain behind it, like you just think that it's going to get you to the next level, just say yes and do it. Like I literally, <laughs> I have a tattoo that says yes. Oh, oh wow. 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 That's cool. Yeah, sometimes. Okay. And pitch this to yes theory. They'll be very happy. YouTube channel. I know. <laughs> I got this before they started doing that. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Um, but the, like, the best things that have happened in like my life and my career are things that I said yes to before I knew how I was going to make them happen. And so just like, like, just say yes to opportunities. Like if there's something that you think is going to like pay off, even if it's again, not financially, like go for it. Well, fantastic advice. Uh, we really yeah. Gabriel, uh, so, similar question like, like this. Question, uh, I mean, you didn't answer your question. Oh, sorry. So I don't, I don't know who, who was talking there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, oh, Sean, Sean, go on. No, no, I was, uh, you didn't answer that question that you was questioning yourself. I didn't answer it? Yeah, no, you did not. You did. Yeah, yeah. You said, I, mean, I asked, what, what? I would have asked myself, um, uh, like what is something that I can do to like propel myself yeah, and, forward 
And yeah. so one, be persistent and like keep pursuing opportunities. And then two, say yes to opportunities, even if you don't know how you'll make them happen. Oh, yes. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I was probably lost or something. No worries. No worries. <laughs> I, I kind of like went off. Yeah. So no worries. Sean was so happy after asking the question. You lost all your... <laughs> he finally got his hand answer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Gabriel, is there, uh, can you tell one thing you should have known or you wished you had known before you began your career? Is there anything? Um, I don't know. Part of me wants to say no, because I think everything happens at the right time. Like, if I knew something now that I didn't know then... I don't, I feel like maybe I would have like skipped a lot of necessary steps or something that it took me to get here. Um, and so I'm, it's like people look back and they're like, Oh, I wish I knew that then. Like I would have made so much yeah. more money, but like I needed to go through that process of learning what that thing was in order to like learn or like gain from that experience. So I almost like, I almost, I think I just want to say no to that question. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's great that's yeah fantastic um yeah and um i uh we were having such a great and the boys you know uh, uh the, the the three other guys uh, they they don't usually ask inspirational questions but today i don't know how to, uh, they're asking awesome inspirational questions let's go it's great uh, and yeah <laughs> and uh, as, as always we're having a great time asking these awesome yeah, absolutely and the conversation has, so far has been I mean, I feel a lot of times I feel bad for our viewers because they can't do your part of this. You try very mm -hmm. hard, you know, because the conversations are so interesting, so fun. <laughs> and, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, yeah. So, yeah, thank you for joining us once again. Yeah. So, and yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. so, yeah, Gabriel, um, so the point of this show, yeah, one of the point, uh, in main intentions behind our podcast is to motivate people. And uh, no matter how every person has gone through some sort of hardships in their life. So would you commentate on your, um, the hardships that you faced and how you overcame them to become the man you are today? Sure. Um, so I think like a lot of people like will face, uh, adversities and like things that, that they have to overcome to, to get to where they are. Um, and a lot of that is for me, was just about like being myself and like doing what I am passionate about in my life. And that like leads to success in my mind. And that leads to like my happiness, which is what I view as um, getting to success. And I understand that a lot of people struggle with doing the things that they are actually passionate about because of, um, the input from others, whether that's their friends, strangers, or even family. And oftentimes the family is the hardest part because in, a, in, in my culture and in our culture in America, like for the most part, like you can decide like what it is that you want to do. Um, but in a lot of other cultures around the world, I understand that the parents influence and family's influence is massive in, in the decision of what, of what individuals do like in a, in a lot of cultures you have to do what your parents like say and um and so that is a massive adversity and like 
a massive thing that you people have to overcome um and i'm not exactly sure like what that takes i don't i don't know that how to overcome like cultural um like difficulties like that but for me it was just like saying no to the things that i knew i needed to say no to because it was right for me and at the end of the day that other individual's input would only make me um, resent them in the end. Like if I did what my parents wanted me to do, which was to be an engineer, I knew that eventually there would be some type of resentment that would build up towards my parents because then I would recognize I'm not doing what I wanted to do and I'm not doing that because my parents. Um, So short term, you know, I had to like be like, look guys, like I'm not I'm not going to be an engineer. And like, there's that small period of like kickback a little bit. Um, but long-term, like I have a great relationship with them. Um, and they are ultimately like supportive of me. Um, so yeah, my, my advice is just to like go after what you want with all of your heart and like, and that will always be the best thing. That will always be the best choice. You'll be, you'll be happy. And I promise you that like happiness measures success way more than anything else. Well, that is, that is, that that was a great choice of advice. Well, we loved it. Thank you. (laughs) Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, It's actually off, uh, no, this is off recording. We'll cut this particular part out. Yeah. Um, So we do actually, I forgot to mention this during the beginning. We do two, uh, two goodbyes. One is like very formal, like for the YouTube viewers and stuff. And then mm-hmm. we'll be talking to you for five minutes, asking a few questions. That's really not part of the podcast. So, yeah, if you know. so yeah, well, let's get this started. Sorry. All right. So, yeah, we've been having a great time, guys, uh, talking to Gabriel DeSanti, person who's actually as awesome as his Instagram account. You guys, you guys should check that out. And, yeah, uh, Sean, I'll go farther. Do you have anything to talk about? I'm I'm just happy uh, for asking that question. Finally <laughs> <laughs> got it. <laughs> All right. So okay. So uh, thanks once again, Gabriel, for joining us. We've had a wonderful time. I mean, uh, honestly, we were a bit worried because you know we've had a, a shooting podcast is pretty tiring because you know you gotta uh, get all those things set up. Plus, there's plus we're grade eleven students, so we have to study as well and then get to the podcast. So. Uh, but yeah, and, and so we had to shoot two episodes today. One was in the afternoon, and now it's night for us. It's 10 p.m. right now. So yeah. we thought, you know, how would we? How would it turn out? Maybe it, maybe it wouldn't be well. But trust me, it was it was beyond amazing. We loved having you here on the show. Maybe in a hundred or two hundred episodes, we'd love to have you back here again. And, Let's do uh, it. And once again, guys, Anafada uh, will do the annoying job of requesting you guys to subscribe to this wonderful channel. I will please do the honors. I think you already <laughs> did it. <laughs> in one way. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh, okay. I ended up doing it. But I will do it in the way it's supposed to be done. Come on, get up. Do it. Do hey, it. guys, don't forget to show us some love and subscribe on our YouTube channel. And Not it the means blog. the world to us. Yes, Thank you for liking the video and subscribing. Yes, definitely. And also, guys, do check out Gabriel DeSanti. 
He's an amazing person. He's an amazing person. Amazing person. Definitely. Do you think people should subscribe to our channel? Everyone, what is uh, the name of the channel? Is the di is it the di dinner convo? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, yes, man. Yeah. yeah. All right. Everyone, please go subscribe to the dinner combo. This group of young men are so awesome, inspiring, doing really rad stuff from Bangladesh. Um, so Thank please, you. guys, go check them out. And uh, same for Gabriel Desanti. Disappointed. Yeah, same for Gabriel Desanti. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. So check out That's huge for us. Yes. And. Uh, it, it's sad how he has only 3.75k. He deserves like 375k subscribers. <laughs> but yeah, definitely go check his channel out. We have it's definitely going to come. Leaders. We're working hard. So any podcaster who is small, any YouTuber that's trying to do something awesome, I suggest you guys check them out. Do the research, you know, because a lot of us are sitting at our homes now. And subscribe to those channels, especially Great Build Santi. And yeah, uh, once again, thank you guys. Uh, have an awesome day, everyone of you. If you're lucky to have made it this far, we're more than grateful for for having committed viewers like you. And yeah, and once again, stay safe, do good to your community, and be be awesome.